0: Today is the 22nd of June, 2022. Welcome to Walking The Way. My name is Ray and I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget there is the Walking The Way prayer book. We've also got a script for today which you can download. The links for everything including how you can support Walking the Way. If you'd like more information about the podcast or in the episode notes down below, you can also go to www.rayborrish.co.uk. We always begin each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Lord our God, In the name of Jesus Christ, who is close at our side as the Risen and Living One, we lift our eyes to you in prayer. Bless us, Father. Lord, bless us through your word and let our hearts become quiet in you. Free us from all the chaos and restlessness inside and from the turmoil of the present age, for we belong to you, not to this world. Lord, we want to find peace in you and remain in you we know that you will care for us as your children, whom you will never forget in all eternity. So bless us, and renew the riches of your grace in us each and every day. For you, O Lord our God, remain our Father. Amen. Acts 14 verse 9. So I've decided that we shouldn't trouble non-Jewish people who are turning to God. What are some of the obstacles that we put up for those who are outside the church that stop them from becoming members in our churches or even stop them from becoming disciples of Jesus? I realize that we don't have time to explore this in great detail, but I think it's important that we at least acknowledge the question, so I'll ask it again. What do we do that stop people from coming to Christ and joining us as his disciples? To use the words of James, what do we do that trouble those people who are turning to God? James made the decision that, of all the Jewish law that could be applied to Gentile believers, there was only three bits that applied to them. Don't eat food offered to idols, keep from sexual sin, and don't eat food that has blood in it and has been ritually strangled. That's it. That's it. So why do people think that becoming a Christian is so hard? Are there attitudes we display or words we use that serve as barriers to those outside the church? Are there physical things in our buildings that serve as deterrents? What about the traditions that we hold to, such as our worship style or the teaching that we offer? What are the unwritten rules that say you're not welcome here? I'm not suggesting we throw everything out, but for the sake of those who don't know Jesus, We really ought to be thinking about what's important, and even if that does include our hymn choices. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today, and today we read Acts 14. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, as we approach your word, help us to hear it with your wisdom and respond to it with your grace. Help us to live it out with your power. And help us not to get in the way. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the God's Word translation. And today we're reading Acts 15. Some men came from Judea. And started to teach believers that people couldn't be saved unless they were circumcised, as Moses' teachings require. Paul and Barnabas had a fierce dispute with these men. Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were sent to Jerusalem to see the apostles and spiritual leaders about this claim. The church sent Paul and Barnabas to Jerusalem. As they were going through Phoenicia and Samaria, they told the whole story of how non Jewish people were turning to God. This story, brought great joy to all the believers. The church in Jerusalem, the apostles, and the spiritual leaders welcomed Paul and Barnabas when they arrived. Paul and Barnabas reported everything that God had done through them. But some believers from the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, people who are not Jewish must be circumcised in order to follow Moses' teachings. The apostles and spiritual leaders met to consider the statement. After a lot of debating, Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know what happened some time ago. God chose me so that people who aren't Jewish could hear the good news and believe. God, who knows everyone's thoughts, showed did he approve of people who weren't Jewish by giving them the Holy Spirit, as he gave the Holy Spirit to us. God doesn't discriminate between Jewish and non-Jewish people. He has cleansed non-Jewish people through faith, as he has cleansed us Jews. So why are you testing God? You are putting a burden on the disciple, a burden neither our ancestors nor we can carry. We certainly believe that the Lord Jesus saves us the same way that he saves them, through his kindness. The whole crowd was silent. They listened to Barnabas and Paul tell about all the miracles and the amazing things that God had done through them amongst non-Jewish people. After they finished speaking, James responded, Brothers, listen to me. Simon has explained how God first showed his concern by taking from non-Jewish people those who would honor his name. This agrees with what the prophet said. Scripture says, Afterwards I will return. I will set up David's fallen tent again. I will restore its ruined places again. I will set it up again, so that the survivors and all the people who aren't Jewish, over whom my name is spoken, may search for the Lord, declares the Lord. He is the one who will do these things that have always been known. So I've decided that we shouldn't trouble non-Jewish people who are turning to God. Instead, we should write a letter telling them to keep away from things polluted by false gods, from sexual sins, from eating the meat of strangled animals, and from eating bloody meat. After all, Moses' words have been spread to every city for generations. His teachings are read in synagogues on every day of rest, a holy day. Then the apostles, the spiritual leaders, and the whole church decided to choose some of their men to send with Paul and Barnabas to the city of Antioch. They chose Judas, called Barsabbas, and Silas, who were leaders among the believers. They wrote this letter for them to deliver. From the apostles and the spiritual leaders, your brothers, to their non-Jewish brothers and sisters in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia, dear brothers and sisters. We have heard that some individuals who came from us have confused you with statements that disturb you. We did not authorize these men to speak. So we have come to a unanimous decision that we should choose men and send them to you with our dear Barnabas and Paul. Barnabas and Paul have dedicated their lives to our Lord, the one named Jesus Christ. We have sent Judas and Silas to report to you on our decision. The Holy Spirit and we have agreed not to place any additional burdens on you. Do only what is necessary, by keeping away from food sacrificed to false gods, from eating bloody meat, from eating the meat of strangled animals, and from sexual sin. If you avoid these things, you will be doing what's right. Farewell. So the men were sent on their way, and arrived in the city of Antioch they gathered the congregation together and delivered the letter. When the people read the letter, they were pleased with the encouragement it brought them. Judas and Silas, who were also prophets, spoke a long time to encourage and strengthen the believers. After Judas and Silas had stayed in Antioch for some time, the congregation sent them back to Jerusalem with friendly greetings to those that had sent them. Paul and Barnabas stayed in Antioch. They and many others taught people about the Lord's word and spread the good news. After a while, Paul said to Barnabas, Let's go back to every city where we spread the Lord's word. We'll visit the believers to see how they're doing. Barnabas wanted to take John Mark along. However, Paul didn't think it was right to take a person like him along. John Mark had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to work. Paul and Barnabas disagreed so sharply that they parted ways. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed to the Isle of Cyprus. Paul chose Silas and left after the believers and trusted him to the Lord's care. Paul went through the provinces of Syria and Cilicia and strengthened the churches. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about some of those words from Luke, some of those words in the book of Acts that may just have caught our attention. And after the music, we're going to pray. Before we offer up our prayer for today from our Walking the Way prayer book, we're just going to remember that there is still a war going on in the Ukraine. It seems to have dropped off our our newspapers and our news lists, but the war is still going on. And so we continue to lift up the people of the Ukraine and just to pray that God would intervene mightily in the situation there. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer book is for our local police department. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the positive relationships that the police have in many communities. Lord, we pray for those relationships with communities and groups who find it hard to trust the police. We pray, Lord, that you would bring down barriers and build bridges. We pray that you would create opportunities for relationships to be built and for police and local communities to come alongside each other. We pray, Heavenly Father, that police officers would show compassion, even in very difficult situations. And Father, we pray for protection over the police, physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental protection, as they engage with people who do not respond positively. Father, we pray that you would work out your plans to bring love and hope into the lives of all who work for our police services. And so we give thanks for the chaplaincy schemes throughout the police services around the world. Lord, bless our police. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven.